Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Hellmouth Hotline. We're getting into a movie called Straight On To Morning from the, the Hammer collection. And a tasty little film that I really did enjoy. More than I was expecting. So uh, before we get into that there, uh, just another little reminder that there's more than just this podcast happening. And if you want to check out any of that, go over and check out... The main website, coinsedgemedia.com. Right, uh, enough time wasting. Let's get into the episode. We're doing Straight On Till Morning now. Part of the Hammer collection. This movie is from 1972. And it stars Rita Tushingham, uh, Shane Bryant. James Bolam is on there. As a quite a popular face from well not my childhood but I was under the you know old school sitcoms and whatnot he was one of the the likely lads which is a great show I loved that uh, when I was growing up so he's in here pretty small role but uh, Rita Tushingham is absolutely brilliant in this film uh, again with a lot of these Hammer movies these really old ones, like a lot of them are slow burners. This one here was actually, uh, for the first 40 minutes of it, I was really, really considering just turning it off, chucking it to the side. But there was something about uh, Tushingham's character in this film. It just kind of kept me in there. She plays uh, a naive young girl. Who uh, writes children's stories to kind of amuse herself, and she decides, you know, she's desperate to get herself settled down, get a man, have a child. She tells her mother she's pregnant, and moves away to London, and uh, yes, from Liverpool, I should say. Um, she gets a job in a boutique in London and moves in with a promiscuous. promiscuous that's a massive word for this time of the night. A uh, young woman called uh, Caroline. But that whole circle that she runs in, they're very uh, stylish. You know, it's the mod squad, you know, everybody's, you know, it's the height of the 70s style. And uh, Brenda Tushingham's character just does not fit in. She's like the ugly duckling. Basically, it's the ugly duckling story here, and uh, yes, she doesn't fit on as hard as she might try, but then she meets this guy who she's attracted to, she wants to meet him, and she actually, the chance comes when he's out, his dog has run away, and uh, she kidnaps the dog, takes it home, gives it a bath, cleans it up brings it back to him in the hopes of getting to meet him so they end up starting a relationship and uh, it turns out that he is a psychopathic serial killer and uh, the girl Caroline that she was living with l later on in the film along with uh, Brenda's mother who's worried about her hasn't heard from her all to do with this relationship, she's now in with a serial killer guy, he's kind of like keeping her back, not letting her get out of the house and whatnot. Because he's seeing things in the paper where 
girls are starting to go missing and uh, of course uh, Caroline ends up getting killed by him as well whenever she finally tracks Brenda to this house. It is an excellent little film if you give it the chance to be. As, like as I say at the beginning of this film for the first half hour, 40 minutes or so, I was just, I can kind of take it or leave it, but if it wasn't for the absolutely brilliant performance by Tushingham, I would have been out of there and gone long before the final 25 minutes of the movie that are absolutely brilliant and pretty disturbing in a way. Uh, he records the audio of his killings essentially and at the end of the movie there's a sequence where and it's one of these ones where I've actually tried to look it up online to see what the actual ending of the film the meaning of the end of the film I should say because it's kind of open-ended he is obviously really in love with this girl she's really in love with him but the big thing for him is he hates anything beautiful and that's the thing that will drive him to killing people like the dog she cleaned up brought back to him he killed the dog because it just looked so pretty as he said and he ended up killing the dog he's just got a, a thing against beautiful things by the end of the film Rita Tushingham's character Brenda she actually goes to a, a salon you know gets all dolled up, make up the whole nine yards, new new, new dress, the works and she's absolutely beautiful and it's at this point you're expecting him to kill her but instead he gets her into his room where he's got the audio of all the killings all lined up back to back but there's a section in the film earlier on where her and him actually sat down and started recording some of the stories that she was writing, the children's stories and whatnot, and there is a very disturbing sequence of her in the room alone, he's out in the stairs listening to what's going on. She's basically trapped in this room with the audio recording of the dog getting killed, a woman they killed at the start of the film, and Caroline who took her in earlier on getting killed. And she freaks out, she's screaming the whole way through this here, and it's a very overpowering noise in the edit and it's like it was really by the time you get to the end of that there it's so intense with her screaming plus the screams of the people on the audio that were getting murdered and it's, it's just ah so uncomfortable in that there last sequence I just I actually had to turn the sound right down it was just ah it was just getting me um by the end of the movie she freaks out, she's trying to run from the house but she's locked in and he comes, he grabs her and he's kind of like you know, I could never hurt you sort of thing but, in saying that the end of the film is basically him sitting on his bed in the room where she was listening to this audio but there's no sign of her that's where the, the movie finishes off you don't get that bookend of did he kill her as well? Because, you know, he did at one point. And I, I want to believe that he didn't kill her. I want to believe that he let her go at the end of the movie. But I wanted to confirm that. I went online, tried to look it up. Couldn't find it anywhere. So if you have that info, please get into the comments. 
of this video or the audio podcast review maybe watching or listening to this here you know, get under the comments let me know do you know have you actually read the book I could, you know, I, I could do that I just don't have the time but I'll just be curious to figure out if I'm right uh, you know did he let her go did he kill her not so sure but as a very very good and very satisfying end of the film I like movies like this that leave it kind of open-ended so you can have your own interpretation of what happened I love that sort of stuff because it kind of gives you a little insight into your own mentality and frame of mind of where you're at now obviously I'm I'm quite uh, optimistic because I genuinely think at the end of this movie he didn't kill her but she didn't want to stay so he let her go that's what I think but could be 100% wrong she could have her throat slit and buried in the backyard for all we know at the end of this movie but we do know he ends up on his own in the final scene of this movie and it closes off and it's a very very good very satisfying little film if you give it a chance that's the unfortunate thing of today's viewers we don't have the patience that we once did for watching things and if it doesn't grab our interest within the first a few minutes we're not going to stick with it and I can guarantee you at this point in the video I'm talking to myself right now because I have seen my own figures and you know, it's very rarely anyone will get to this stage of a video but uh, yes again let me know what you think in the comments did he let her go or did he kill her um, that's going to do it for this episode this has been a production of Coins Age Media thank you so much for listening